My brothers and sisters in Christ, blessed Lent to all of you. I pray that your sacrifices, your uh, fasting, your prayers, and your almsgiving are bearing uh, great fruit, that it is, uh, you're already seeing the light of God and his glory uh, in your own hearts, in your own lives, um, even as we begin this season of Lent. Um, this gospel reading of the transfiguration is meant to be a big encouragement to us. Uh, to help us out uh, when we make sacrifices, to know that Jesus is truly with us, that his, his light is shining in our lives. If, we, if he calls us to go with him like Peter, James, and John uh, in this Lenten season, if he calls us to make a sacrifice to go with him, we should go without hesitation. He's going to reveal himself to us most powerfully. He wants to show us uh, all that he has in store for us even now. Um, so that we don't get caught up in the things of this world. So this, the gospel today is meant to be a, a great en- encouragement for us who have entered seriously upon the way of Lent uh, and maybe are, are finding it difficulty. Maybe we, or, we're finding a little hesitation to follow through with our, with our Lenten observances. This is to be en- encouraging to us. Saying, Jesus is saying, I'm with you. Um, God the Father is appearing uh, over us and saying, you know, you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. Um, He's revealing Christ within us when we can separate separate ourselves from the things of the world just a little bit. Um, And and it's good for us to have that challenge. Uh, We saw it in that first reading, what happened uh, with Abraham, how he was uh, supposed to give up his his only son um, to allow him to die. And um, how heavy was that sacrifice in the heart of, of Abraham? And yet, Abraham, in great grief, was willing to do it. He went out, uh, essentially, with such a heavy heart. And what was the elation in his heart? What was the freedom that came to him when he realized that God wasn't going to make that demand on him completely, that he wasn't going to have to to sacrifice his son? And this is what, what we're going to experience when we do that same action that Abraham did. When we're willing to sacrifice something dear in our own lives, something close to our hearts, uh, something that's very hard to give up, even though God's saying, I will take care of you if you give it to me. Uh, if If you don't hesitate, I will show you much great, many greater gifts, uh, more profound, a more profound love. Uh, and we know exactly what it is that God shows to us because Abraham's son is not put to death, but whose son is? We know whose son dies. God said, I will have my son die instead of yours. I will be the one who does the true sacrifice. And so this amazes our hearts uh, it, it keeps us from, from any hesitation to giving, to giving everything over to God and to do something even, even more, to know that God will be there for me, that he's willing to give up his son uh, for love of me. Uh, this, is, this is to be our encouragement, as you can see, in the second week of Lent, that what we have begun, we hopefully will see, we've seen something of the light that comes from it, um, but that there's much more to come. Uh, if we finish out all of these 40 days of Lent, uh, it is it's meant to be uh, an encouragement of the greatest way uh, by God to, uh, to us. Um, and so those things that we do, the fasting, 
I do it uh, with a good heart, offering that to God, say, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to set this aside. And if I do that in honor of Jesus, if I make that sacrifice to him, I realize that I actually don't need, I really don't need the food. I don't need as much food as I'm eating. I'm eating, I'm eating way too much. Um, I can be less full, and I can be even a better person for that. I see there's the, the, the transfiguration that happens for us in that moment is that I, I feel much, I feel a great freedom uh, because I don't have to be a slave to eating. The same can be fi- said about technology. Um, how often are we compelled to, to look at our phones, uh, to go to the TV? Um, and during the season of Lent, we just say, I'm going to shut that thing off. I'm going I'm to pull this away from me. I'm going to pull my attention away from that. What do, we, what do we find? We find out what's a transfiguration moment for us, what light is given to us. Well, first of all, that, maybe that, that light that's coming from those TVs and, and, the, and the screens are blinding us um, from the people that are, that are right around us <clears throat> and from really looking inside. And so I can, I can begin to see the faces of those uh, who, who I love. And I, I realize that I actually do want to spend time with them. They're not just people that bug me, but I can actually enjoy them. And, and I want to spend time with them. Um, and so that freedom that comes from that is a transfiguration moment for us. Um, what happens when we make that sacrifice of, of going to confession? I actually have that moment where I, I'm sacrificing, uh, making that sacrifice of humbling myself and, and admitting what I did wrong. What happens when, if I do that with, a, with an, a sincere heart, a humble and contrite heart, as that psalm tells us, God brings me the greatest happiness. Those sins are gone. This sacrifice of Jesus on the cross uh, is sufficient to take away my sins, and I, I realize that. I don't have to live with my sins, the ones that I've been keeping in my mind and my heart for so long. I can be truly free from that. I can live a new life. That's the, the transfiguration that happens. Wow. Um, and we hear those words, you are my beloved son. And then that helps us, of course, to forgive others. How hard it is to forgive the person that has offended us, that person that we just can't, we have so much trouble with, or that continues to bug me. In the season of Lent, when I, when I do that work of, of forgiving, uh, I, find, I find elation. I don't have to worry about them all day long, every day, or every time I, I run into them. If I've been able to forgive them, the elation is, is, the tra- is a transfiguration moment. And if you've done it before, you know what I mean. Taking away that burden of the grudge, holding it down. Um, those of you that come to uh, Stations of the Cross, when we make that sacrifice in our Friday evenings to come, uh, the children's uh, stations is at 4 o'clock, uh, or just coming to the, to the parish Stations of the Cross at 7 o'clock on Friday, and making that effort to walk with Jesus, there is a transfiguration moment there when you make that, that sacrifice to come here. You see that Jesus was confronted by Pontius Pilate and that he actually took up his cross. You feel the wood in his hands. You, you see the wound on his shoulder. You see Mother Mary 
walking with him, crying. And you and I, in those moments, the tears can well up in us when we see him dying on the cross and then his body, his dead body being taken down. A transfiguration happens in us. This, this season of Lent is, is packed full of riches for us, opportunities for us uh, to have God enlighten our minds and our hearts so that we can really see what's going on in this crazy world, so we can see the real value of our own human lives, of our family lives, the, the value of our good friendships and, and putting other, other friendships aside that aren't, that aren't of God. We can begin to see the value of our prayers that God is really listening to us and saying to us constantly, I love you. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So the, the, the transfiguration really gives us a glimpse into what we're, what we're going towards, towards Easter. So Jesus tells us, uh, tells the apostles and tells us today, as he come, we're coming down from the mountain, as we go into this week, he, he says, don't tell anybody about this. He says, keep it in your hearts. And what is it that those apostles kept saying to themselves? They questioned what rising from the dead meant. For people who, who live in the world who are, aren't fasting, who aren't praying, who aren't doing almsgiving, this life ends at death. This life ends at death. It's all over. All the happiness is over. But for those of us who put ashes on at the beginning of Lent and the sign of the cross and are reminded that we are dust and unto dust we shall return. We're looking for rising from the dead. We're looking forward to a new life, a new heavens and a new earth. And we are the wisest people on the earth to do that. Even though that in this world we look like the greatest fools. Jesus is the one who's leading us. He's telling us, I'm here for you. In those moments when you sacrifice, when you give up, uh, you give up your food, the technology, when you make time for me in prayer, I am here. I will reveal myself to you because I love you. And my brothers and sisters, the best place to experience him here is right at Mass. When we make that sacrifice to come to Mass faithfully, Jesus comes to us here on the altar. Can't see him, but he's here especially in the Blessed Sacrament, when we come here during the week to come to Mass, make that effort to come to Mass, or go to adoration. The Holy Eucharist is Jesus himself. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And so let's long for that experience of the resurrection. Let's contemplate with the apostles what rising from the dead really means. It's happening in this Lenten season.